0: To the Publisher Book Podcast, where we speak with authors from around the world to find out how they transform their dream into a published reality. Here's your host, Adam Ashton.
1: I just spoke with Monica Miller, who wrote a book called "Write Your Book in No Time," and. Now, if you've ever thought about writing a book, one of the first things that might come up for you might be, oh, but I've got no time to write my book. So write your book in no time, it's a short little book that really tries to eliminate time as that excuse for not writing your book. Monica says that writing your book should be a, a, the absolute priority of your life. If that's what you want to do, you need to commit to it. And then that uh, she gives you some tips, some strategies, some advice for removing time as that excuse, as that barrier to writing your book. Now, check out her site. It's MonicaWrites.com. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-W-R-I-T-E-S.com. And there's a a few free resources there. You can grab her book, Write Your Book in No Time, which is relaunching in a couple of months. Or she also is giving uh, free access to a five-day email series. So it's uh, five emails that will go out that is uh, all based around this finding time or making time to write your book. And you can sign up. I'll put the link in the description of this show. Uh, But I'll give it to you now. It's www.subscribepage.com dot com slash the right time web that's t h e w r i t e t i m e web just first of all Monica tell us a bit, tell us about yourself as a as a writer
0: oh right so as a writer I help well for me personally I'm all over the place I write. <laughs> Nonfiction, I've written a devotional book, I written fiction, I'm working on a fantasy. So I'm quite uh, all over the place. But what I love doing is I really love helping entrepreneurs, coaches and speakers take their speeches or take other pieces of content and form that into a book that goes with their brand so they can leverage it.
1: Awesome, awesome. I guess a good a good question from here is what a some of the, the potential benefits or reasons why a an author, speaker, entrepreneur should uh, turn their, their content into a book specifically?
0: That's always a good question to ask because I feel like people don't really understand why uh, you should be writing a book. One mm. is when you begin writing a book, it opens you up for so much more. For example, look at me. I'm talking to you from Cheyenne, (laughs) Wyoming, and you're in Australia. I feel like that would have never opened up for me if I did not write a book.
1: I must admit, I don't even know where Cheyenne, Wyoming is. So, yeah, it's definitely (laughs) the power of a book. (laughs)
0: It's above Colorado, if you know what Colorado is. <laughs> <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like it opens more doors. Plus, when you write a book, you can feel more comfortable charging higher prices. Mm. Because I've written several books, I know I'm worth what I charge. And I feel more comfortable asking for higher price items or, you know, to work with me rather than, feeling like, well, I don't know, kind of crushing my worth because I've written books, it helps build that confidence in me yeah,
1: to sure. ask.
0: And it also helps me get on to more speaking stages. And when I talk about, hey, I am an author of three books, people listen. Mm. If they wasn't listening before, they pick up right then mm. and there. And I feel like when I say, hey, I'm the author of three books, People start paying attention to me and they take me so much more seriously.
1: For sure, for sure. It is powerful. It's some, Yeah, it is. A, until I guess you, you experience that, you don't know. But having a, a physical book in your hand, it is power. Absolutely. Um, I liked it. So we, we talk, I've got, I'm holding my hands at the moment. Write your book in no time. Uh, mm-hmm. Learn the three simple strategies to write your book when you have literally no time. I guess yeah. I really like the I guess the the very opening here, in that uh, I've experienced a lot of these, and I know a lot of people uh, quite close to me who I'm going to share this episode with that, uh, and give this book to that have said a lot of these things as well. And some some of the things you say is that you know you want to write a book, but it keeps being thrown on the back burner. You feel mm. as if there's never enough time in the day. You become super busy and just about. Uh, every season of the life you're in and and life just happens (laughs) when you want to write and everything seems to get in the way Um, but this is a this is a good book to I guess break down some of those reasons that you know I've never got any time to write a book Uh, you say everyone everyone's got 24 hours in the day so it's a matter of uh, what you choose to do with it.
0: Exactly, exactly. You know, because I found that when I was writing my books, you know, I wrote two books in a matter of 90 days. Nice. And I was, you know, I had my consult- consulting business. I was busy networking, getting clients, doing work. And yet I was still able to add that time into my life. And it's all, it just went down to that choosing to write in my book. Mm. I still have to choose. I mean, I'm editing my book right now. And, Man, I still have to choose. I still yeah. have to make that distinctive time to do it. And it's all about that discipline and that I'm going to do it. Even if it's just for 10 to 15 minutes, just little time frames. Yeah. It makes the choice easier.
1: Nice. What are some of the, the myths uh, that people have about writing that just aren't true?
0: One of the myths that I have come across is it has to be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And I talked to my girlfriend Tracy Bogan, who is the author of five books, and one of the things she said to me was, Monica, people care more about your essence than it being perfect. So really what she's saying is if you're showing up and being authentic and of service in your book, people are going to hear that. They're going to feel that. They're going to really sense that. And Mm -hmm. when they do, if you maybe miss uh, written a word or if you – there's a little little bit of a gap, of a flow, people are going to be more forgiven because of your your voice, because of what you're sharing with them. Another – Another myth that I ran across is, you know, it, I, I'm not a good writer. Mm. And I, I, I hear that a lot. And the, one of the first things I ask people when they tell me I'm not a good writer is, well, think about your favorite sports person, you know, whether it's football, soccer, whatever, you know, your favorite sports player. Mm. Did they become excellent o- overnight? Mm. And their answer is no. Exactly. And I'm like, Exactly. They had to train, practice, fail, <laughs> <laughs> back up and do it again. Mm. And I'm like, that is how they became an expert at what they're doing now. And I just tell people that's writing is the same way. You have to practice it every day to get good. I mean, there are still days where I don't write good. But I know if I do it on a consistent basis, my writing has it, all it can do is improve if I continue continue to practice and practice.
1: Nice, nice. I like that. And you say it all comes down to that that choosing to write. And I mm-hmm. guess you, you, one of your chapters here is sparking your motivation and finding your own inspiration. Mm-hmm. What are some of your your techniques, I guess, for for sparking your own motivation?
0: You know, for me, and whenever I talk to others, I always ask them what is a motivation behind this? Like, what's the file? Why do you want to write this book? Yeah, and I feel like it goes back to your emotion. Mm-hmm. What's the emotion behind it? Because we are emotional human beings. Emotions runs us usually. It's really hard for us not to be run by emotions. So, mm-hmm. I really get them to start thinking about what's your emotion. What was what was the file? What is it that you want to share so bad to the world that you want to write this book? Mm -hmm. You want to tap into that every day or every time you write or maybe once a week. Maybe that's through visualization. Maybe having like a vision board or put in maybe a word. You know, Tracy Bogan, once again, she also told me what she did while she was writing her book. She would put on a hat. She had a little hat where she will put duct tape on it and she will write best-selling author. And that's (laughs) that's one of the ways she helped herself visualize, you know, her motivation and her spark. And for me, that's huge. So whenever you are writing your book and maybe you're not really feeling that spark again, it's really tapping back into your emotions, setting that, in your you know, put it somewhere. Put it on your mirror, put it on your desk. Put that word that really sets you on fire. Maybe freedom. That could be a good word.
1: Yeah. Or nice. Whatever
0: word resonates with you, most definitely.
1: Yeah, nice. I really I really like that. And as you say, you need to find your own I guess, your own source of inspiration, your own reasons why, rather than I guess trying to rely on external Um, external factors to try and convince you to do it, is that right?
0: Yeah, because you know, we can have all the external perfect things in the world, like you know, we have our little timer, we have our color coordinated calendar, we might have all this stuff, but if we don't have any emotion to it, Mm. then it almost seems dead, you know, Mm. whenever you're doing something with no emotion, it's just it's you don't put your heart in it.
1: Yeah, spot on, spot on. Yeah. So also within this book, you give a few strategies for writing, as you say, writing a book in no time. So mm-hmm. the first strategy is, is choosing to write and you mm-hmm. use a specific tactic of setting SMART goals. So can you tell us a little yeah. bit about that?
0: Yeah, so what I did was I had to set these SMART goals and we know that SMART means specific, measurable, actionable, relevant and time-bound and all, realistic, all can be realistic or relevant. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just really setting up the goals so it can set me up for success because setting smart goals is gonna keep you more focused and in tune with, well, your goals. Yeah. So you wanna be making a specific goal which is, of course, writing your book and then the measurable goal would be your time frame, how long. Mm-hmm. And then the action would be that action step of, hey, I'm going to write maybe three times a week for 15 minutes, or I'm going to write 3,000 words a week. Okay, break that down. That How many times a week are you going to write to get mm-hmm. to that 3,000 word? Um, and then it's realistic. Going back to, is this really realistic in my life? Is it, can I do it? Is it do I need to readjust? Mm. because sometimes we do have to take a step back and say, maybe this isn't realistic. Maybe I should go down go down to two days a week for maybe 10 minutes for time to see how that works out in my life. You know, because there's no science to write in a book. You have to fit it into your life and make it a priority. Um, but, you know, some weeks get busier than others. And then the time bound for me is not only that time that you want to write your book but in my whenever i think about time bound i think about the milestones what milestones you want to set in your life so that way you know i am on track i am on the right path and if you're not meeting them then seeing well what is it that is getting in my way of meeting my goal it's kind of like accountability for yourself
1: yeah very nice yeah, so that's, that's spot on. It's a good way to get started. And your next strategy is, is structuring your time. So we, we said earlier that everyone's got 24 hours in a day. Elon Musk, he's got 24 hours in a day, but he's doing some, <laughs> some big things uh, compared to what I'm doing. So up to, how we use that 24 hours is, is up to us. So what is some of your advice for structuring your time better?
0: My number one strategy is you want to find your productivity zone. What is a time frame that you work best in? You know, some of us can wake up in the morning, pop out of bed, (laughs) and be all this sunshine. I am (laughs) one of those people. (laughs) I think I was singing to my husband at like six thirty this morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. I can I'm like that. I guess my mom put that in me. So but so for me. When I get up, um, I can be writing a blog post at 8 o'clock in the morning, or I could be writing in my book at 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So for me, I get the most done. I'm the most focused in the morning. In the afternoon, I'm going to procrastinate Mm -hmm. big time. So... There's some of you out there who are night hours where you produce your best work at 1 o'clock in the morning. And that's okay. I mean, that's whenever I'm snoozing. You don't want to bother me. (laughs) (laughs) So what I'm really trying to just to say is you want to work and write in the time frame that you work best in. If you work best in the morning, schedule your writing in the morning. Structure it in you
1: in your productivity zone mm-hmm. nice nice and your your third strategy is is prioritizing your writing which i think is is super important in that there's all these distractions tv social media internet browsing checking email so many <laughs> things that pop Great. up that are just they're, yeah the absolute time wasters that get in the mm-hmm. way and we i guess use them as excuses for not writing so what what's some of your uh, your strategies around prioritizing your writing over that those time wasters?
0: You know for me, like I said, it's going back to that productivity zone. When do you work best in and instead of getting on Facebook, you know there were apps out there that will block certain websites for you while you're trying to work. You know one of the strategies that I did that helped me was to turn my phone on silent. And turn it over and put it like maybe arm's length away. Because in that way I didn't hear the phone go off. I didn't hear a Facebook notification go off. It it helped me to be focused on what I was doing, even if it was just for fifteen minutes or ten minutes or twenty minutes or however long I gave myself. So prioritizing means giving up something. But I'm not telling you to give up giving up for years. I'm just saying give it up for fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, I also talked to another set of authors that I interviewed and it will be in my relaunch of Write Your Book in No Time. And they are radio show hosts and they wrote you're not gonna believe this, but they are they wrote seven books in eighteen months. Oh wow. And <laughs> the number one technique that they did was they said, Hey, you know, you're waiting between meetings Maybe you got ten to fifteen minutes to spare, and they're like, "Well, what do you usually do? You scroll through Facebook." Yeah. And they'll, like, instead of doing that, we wrote in our book.
1: Nice.
0: And so, if they were able to just say, "Hey, we're not going to use this time to write in our book. We're going to, or, excuse me, we're not going to use this time to scroll on Facebook. We're going to use this time to write in our book," and if they did seven books in eighteen months. Then what could you accomplish if you gave me up just for a fifteen-minute period?
1: Exactly, exactly. And I think that a lot of people perhaps think to write a book, you have to, you know, sit there from nine a.m. to five p.m. and you have to be in <laughs> dead silence and no one can disturb you, and you have to have this uh, serene conditions of uh, of undisturbed time to just sit there and write for hours and hours on end. But huh. Uh, it doesn't happen, does it? The, the, a much uh, more uh, reliable strategy is to say, hey, I've got 10 minutes now. I'm going to write for 10 minutes now.
0: Exactly. You know, I think that's one of the associations with book writing is you have to stay and write in your book all day long. And I don't know about you, Adam. I don't have all day. Yeah, I guess this is super one. <laughs> And I got my hands in too many things. So that means I can, I have to schedule just 10 to 15 minutes. Um, it's unrealistic for me to schedule an, an entire day to write my book. That might be ideal, but it's not a reality for me. So I have to make sure that my book writing is part of my own reality. If I only can give 10 minutes two times a week, then so be it.
1: Mm, exactly. And I like mm-hmm. – you, you said here that um, – yeah, if you make a smaller goal that you can commit to and stick to all the time, like mm-hmm. maybe, it, maybe it's 10, 10 minutes three times a week and stick to it and do it. And over time, you're going to see progress.
0: Exactly. I mean, whenever you wait in your productivity zone in that 10 minutes period, you can accomplish so much more. I mean, that is the exact strategies I use to write two books in 90 days. It's because I wrote in my productivity zone. I started out with 10 minutes and then I moved up to 15 and then I moved up to 20. Mm -hmm. So just start out. If you need to start out with just five minutes, do five minutes. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then work your way up. Exactly. Something Something is better than nothing, that's for sure.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: I like towards the end of the book, you had a few uh, little activities. So one was carrying around a little notepad or some some cards that you can, if you if you get hit with an idea or inspiration, write it down because it's otherwise you you may forget it. So it's definitely a good idea to have some somewhere that you can take down and capture those ideas as you as you're on the go.
0: Yeah, and one of the other things, you know, this is why I'm updating the book a little bit is I found there's a couple of other. Apps Now, if you don't really like paper, that's okay. There's apps out there where you can um, you can sync across all of your devices, whether it's your phone, tablet, laptop. For example, I use Google Keep. Uh-huh. I love Google Keep because I use Chrome, so it's easy for me. Um, there's Trello out there, and there's a couple of other apps out there that you can sync across the board. But for me... When I have an idea pop up, I will grab my phone and Google Keep has a voice option where you can record yourself,
1: Ah. just in case you're
0: driving, you don't want to be, you know, don't wreck and die, that's not cool.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, you know, if you're driving, you can record yourself, or if you're maybe standing in line and an idea comes to you, you can quickly type it. So when you get home to your computer, there because it is. Mm app that syncs across
1: every device yeah perfect i'd say that's that's another a good way to do it as well uh yeah. i guess so you mentioned that uh I've, I've got uh the first version of the book you mentioned you, you're redoing the book um with a bit yes. more stuff when, when when can we expect that and what's some of the new stuff that uh, that's going in there
0: Oh, there's so much new stuff in there. So my tentative date, or month rather, is June. I'm hoping to publish it in June. So this summer, mm-hmm. you want to be looking out for it. And there was three extra chapters. I decided to redo it a little bit because I wanted to add more interviews. I interviewed about eight authors who are all extremely busy. Mm-hmm. Um, one gal, she runs four multi-million dollar businesses. Do not ask how she keeps her head on straight, <laughs> but she uh, she's in Canada and she runs four businesses and she was able to write a book. And she has a family who has, you know, she has like two kids who are off doing soccer, guitar lessons, and, you know, she's a little taxi driver for them. And yeah. she talks about how one of the things I added in there was she talked about how she had to get her team members Her husband and her family on board with her because she said if I didn't have them on board this book would not have taken place so you'll get a little insight of how to get your family on board with you and your writing you'll learn you know from a writing coach why you should have a writing coach and then some other ways to support yourself I talk about writing groups you know how to join them how to join critique groups and why you should be going to writing conferences, what's the benefits. I even talk about publishing. I give a little Publishing 101 chapter where I present not only two ways of publishing now, but there's three ways. And I talk about that inside the book towards the end. So there's a lot of a new, exciting material in there with new information. And I'm really excited about it.
1: Awesome, I'll have to get my hands on that when it yes. when it comes out. And what, what else do you, you do? You mentioned uh, you do some writing coaching, is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I help coaches, consultants, and speakers turn it into convertible and profitable authors because I've just realized that a lot of them want to write a book but they struggle with that time factor and the knowledge of where do I begin. So I help them become authors And then after they become authors, I help them be supported in the content strategy. So that way, they can have an online presence while they're out selling their books, coaching, and speaking, and also having an online presence to feed in new leads and new clients for them.
1: Fantastic. Well, where can people find more uh, about you and your services?
0: They can go to my website at www.monikawrights.com as if you're writing a book, so Uh MonicaWrites.com. And you can also follow me on Facebook, and it's Facebook.com forward slash MonicaWrights 4 u and the four is a number four. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, feel free to get in. I have a lot of free resources. You will see that all across my website. It will be promoted on my Facebook page. I also have Twitter and my Twitter handle is at Monica Wrighton. so you will get all the inside scoop of what's going on about my book the publishing and all the extra goodies that are coming out in the summer i have a lot in store for you if you have been wanting to write a book <laughs> so you got plenty of coming your way
1: fantastic and you you mentioned so there's a lot of i, I had a, I checked out your website there's a lot of uh, a lot of free stuff on there for aspiring Aspiring authors, uh, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that you've got a, a new um, a new email program coming out as well. Is that right?
0: Yeah, it's a free five day e course called The Right Time. Nice. And this instead of this free e course is five days of impactful information for you to digest and to really take action on creating time for you and your book. Because we just talked about some of the things that are in the White right Time Free E course. Mm-hmm. And you can find that in the show notes below. Go ahead and sign up. It's five days of free information to help you, you know, figure out when your when is your productivity zone. Mm-hmm. And also you're going to learn what not to do in your writing. And I'm going to be answering the most commonly asked writing questions. So you don't want to miss out on that.
1: Fantastic. Well I think there was some, some great advice for for writers and authors in there and you're right it's definitely not easy to to i guess find the time to write a book so using these strategies we need to create it and i'll chuck the link up to a bunch of your free stuff and that new free um e-course as well so is there anything you want to you want to leave us with before we wrap up
0: You know, um, the only thing I could think of that I would love to leave you with is that writing shouldn't be hard. Your book shouldn't be this time-consuming activity. It should be something fun, from your heart, authentic, and something that you want to put in your life to prioritize. And remember, just like life, writing is a process, and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. So let me help you make it less overwhelming, Because I don't want you to sacrifice your life, your time, or fun. (laughs) Because your books shouldn't do that.
1: (laughs) Nice, nice. Well, I reckon that's the perfect way to wrap it up. Monica, thank you so much for for your time and sharing that advice. And I hope uh, some listeners out there can uh, implement that and and get on their way to writing their own books.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you for having me on your show. It was so much fun. (laughs) Listening to the Publisher Book Podcast. We hope you learned something along the way. For more interviews with authors from around the world, subscribe to the podcast or visit publisherbookpodcast.com.